Welcome to the Digital Coffee Date, created and hosted by Jessica Rosado, writer, producer, content creator, and entrepreneur. This podcast is your weekly inspirational dose of incredible women who are making a powerful global footprint. Our conversations feature different women from all walks of life who share their experiences through both successes and failures alike. These stories empower and encourage the female footprint in a society originally structured for them to fail, whether it be through philanthropy, entrepreneurship, or even the corporate ladder, women are creating a global footprint that will impact the future. This week's digital coffee date is with founder and CEO of In Her Shoes, Judith Martinez. Hi, Judith. Hi. It's so wonderful to have you on a Woman's Worth podcast today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So, Judith, you're the founder and CEO of In Her Shoes, the modern woman's community for courage. Can you tell us what In Her Shoes is all about? Sure. It is, gosh, it is everything that I feel represents an opportunity for young women, but women in general to really step into their future selves today. Um, And it's really a community for women to explore how to create and authentically live lives of courage. And so it's a safe space that allows for women to have resources, access to mentorship, programming like workshops and conferences to really be able to ask themselves if they were 1% more courageous what would they do in their lives and what would be the communities that they would impact and inner shoes is really the place for them to not only discern that answer but to go out into the world and do something about it that's amazing that's an incredible concept you're really building a community here um so i'm curious what was the catalyst for creating this movement <laughs> that's a great question um honestly it really stemmed from my own like personal experiences of realizing how much fear made up majority of my life. Um, If I really looked back, the inception of In Her Shoes really started my senior year at university. So I am a first generation student and I was fortunate enough to go to school in the Bay Area um, in Silicon Valley. And I remember 10 weeks left into my senior year, I was about to graduate and I had received like this coveted acceptance letter to my dream law school. And you'd think that it would be incredibly, you know, exciting and such a time of celebration. And for me, it was so daunting and it felt more like a death knoll, which I hate to even admit still to this day. But it was that moment, I think, where I really asked myself, what do you do when, you know, this thing, this vision, this ideal of success it finally happens to you, but then you feel so unfulfilled and it feels like something's missing. Uh, and that was that, that for me was the catalyst moment of what would soon become inner shoes. And ultimately fast forward a few months later, I ended up declining my law school acceptance and really took some time to think about, gosh, like what am I genuinely excited about and what am I good at and what do I really want to do? And that for me really took the shape and form of 
in her shoes, but I didn't think I had what it took to do it. Um, and so I, through a lot of support and guidance and mentorship and just sharing like what my fears really were with friends and, and former like professors of mine kind of mulling over this idea, I ended up creating a Kickstarter campaign that would lead into what is now in her shoes. That's incredible. So I find it very interesting because just because you had brought up the concept of school, you know, you you had mentioned that you got accepted into law school. And, you know, I think right now there's so much pressure to go to school and not that it's a bad thing if you don't um, or if you do. But I think right now there is so much pressure to go to school, but so many people are finding these entrepreneurial ways and this, this way to not only fulfill their own passions, but also impact other people's lives as well. Yes, absolutely. You know, I think it's, it's fascinating either reading through articles or just hearing online, right? Like we keep hearing about the rise of the gig economy. You know, there and there's more and more, there are side hustles, right? No one is, or I don't want to say no one, but there's there's a growing majority of the population that is multi-passionate, multi-dimensional, and multi-skilled. I think that it's a beautiful thing, but it's also very interesting, right? To be living to be living in this time where I feel like on one end of the spectrum, we have to be more, we have to be better, and we have to do it now, right? And we have to be faster at it. Um, to your point in terms of just formal education. And then on the other end, we have somewhat of like the renegades and the the rebels almost like these silent rebels that are kind of like, well, you know, whether they did or they didn't pursue that, that traditional track, they're still passionate and pursuing all these other things. Um, so yeah, that's a long winded way of saying, I agree with you, Jessica. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it, it's, it's that concept of, you know, I think so many more people are saying, you know, I don't want to be defined as just this one box or this one category or this one area. Um, I think there were several generations before us where there was one way to go about things. There was this, you know, specific step you had to take and, you know, I think our culture is just kind of shifting in terms of like, well, wait a minute, you know, we, we can do this and this, you know, we can explore those boxes. And and I think that's incredible. And just um, something that you certainly have done with in her shoes. You know, I am curious though, sharing successes is important, uh, but I think it's equally important to discuss challenges I think it's a very powerful thing when we discuss challenges and hardships and how we've overcome them to create something meaningful. So what challenges did you face when building in her shoes? Oh my gosh, you know, where do we start, right? Like, I, love, I love that you're, uh, you're highlighting this. It reminds me of a, a quote that my mentor shares with me often. And, and she says, you know, rock bottom will teach you lessons. Mountaintops never will. It's just, it like gets me every time, right? Like, it's just like, oh, right there. And my goodness, you know, I think it's an ongoing journey of, of breakdowns and challenges and failures um, to this day, not even just when we started, which I think is normal for everybody, but a, a huge part of, I think, how far we've gotten and like the level of resilience that I feel I've been fortunate enough to build up with myself and my team has come from like major challenges, everything from, you know, personally as a young 
Asian American woman who happens to be a millennial and, you know, grew up with certain traditional ideals of what success looked like culturally. And then also kind of like battling my own identity growing up in this world. And I think certain failures around like what does success look like? And if I am not meeting someone's standards of success, what does that mean about me? Or what, what does that make me, right? Who am I then if I'm not being defined by this picture that I always thought I needed to fulfill? Um, so, I mean, whether it's personal failures like that and battling, you know, is that even a failure or is that just growing up? Um, all the way down to, gosh, the failures of trying to create a nonprofit and, you know, why a nonprofit amongst all different um, ways to form a business even and writing grants that didn't go through and trying to create partnerships and and literally building something from nothing has been filled with so much failure but so many lessons at the same time um, and I think one of my biggest challenges and I think failures as I look back has been really looking at what what does it look like for me in my own timeline to build what inner shoes is. And I think the almost playing the comparison game and seeing how that's really impacted um, my own performance as a founder, but even my mental health as just a person. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a challenge that a lot of us face um, when you when you mentioned timeline. Um, I think we always have this you know, I should be here and I should be here at this time and I should do this at this time. And in, you know, two years I should be here. And, you know, you, people talk about it, the five-year plan and, you know, I'm going to have all these things and it's going to be this way. And I think life has a funny way of bringing us to a point where, where it goes, okay, you know, let's, let's take things pace by pace. You know, there are lessons that have to be learned in order for us to get to each next step. And I think um, that's a concept that's really important, especially with what you've been through and and what you've created. I mean, you kept going, you just kept pushing, you know, if, if something didn't go through with a grant of yours, it it wasn't like, oh, well, that's it. Right. right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, I have a vision here and and I'm going to see it through. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about, you know, you and in her shoes. And it's just when you get to creating something that you've seen and you visualized, you know, there's all this, these, there's all these steps and, and ways of, of getting there. And it's the not giving up that makes it so worth it when you see what's in front of you. So obviously with a movement like this, you've seen lives impacted by it. Can you describe what that impact looks like? You know, how have you personally seen women's lives change because of the work you're doing? Gosh. Yeah. You know, thanks for asking that. Cause I think it's something, I mean, to be quite honest, I think when, when I'm working on the programs and working with our team to provide these experiences and workshops and, you know, opportunities for growth, I think sometimes we get so busy in the doing that we don't really take some time to take stock of, well, what have we done? So I really appreciate this question and this like moment of, huh, like, let me actually, yeah, like, let me actually talk to Jessica about this and take a moment here. Um, Yeah, you know, the experience has been incredibly humbling, which I appreciate you mentioning that, right? Like, 
like life can humble us. But I think working directly with young girls, and I mean as young as in the fourth grade, to women who are at the quote unquote peak of their career or transitioning into retirement, for example, and seeing just the gamut of life that spans throughout that time is not only incredibly rewarding and humbling, but it just makes, for me personally, it makes me present to just the human condition. Like, like I don't care if you're 40 or turning 90 next month, like there is this human experience of being a woman, one, and then two, just the, the experience of being afraid of something and the opportunity of being courageous that that naturally allows you, um, that I think is really beautiful. And, you know, some of my favorite kind of experiences that have led to those like moments of realization have been, you know, watching young girls, for them, their answer of what they would do if they were 1% more courageous could range from asking a boy to Sadie's Hawkins dance or applying to college or maybe going to trade school instead or deciding to go with the red nail polish instead of their usual like white nude color <laughs> that they go for, for for school and so it's really beautiful to kind of see just the different experiences that young women and women in general have and having that span all the way up to like c-suite level executives who are really battling their own internal conversations of what they would do if they're one percent more courageous pretty cool. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like I actually really love what I do. This is great. <laughs> now, a Woman's Worth podcast is all about women who are making a powerful footprint. And in our current societal shift, we see women standing up for equal pay, sexual harassment in the workplace, and just different forms of assault even. How do you feel in her shoes contributes to this societal shift where more and more women are united and really standing up for themselves? Yes, so crucial. I think really the role that inner shoes plays in this bigger, I guess, context is we really view ourselves and I'd like to think of inner shoes as kind of the starting point where, you know, you have these young women who have these bold visions and who have this voice and sometimes as you discern through your own experiences, you don't know quite yet where to lend that voice to, right? Like sometimes sometimes you're so passionate about something, but what does that translate into? What does that mean? What could that lead to? What's possible from there? And so I think for Inner Shoes, really the heart and the soul and the DNA of our mission is around courage because it's about taking actions on how could your passion really intersect with what the world needs? And so um, whether it is, you know, pursuing the wage gap or sexual assault or survivors or racism or whatever it is that you find an affinity towards, how could that starting baseline be in her shoes supporting you and taking the courageous actions to do something about it? Judith, you're incredible. You're incredible. I mean, <laughs> like, this is great. <laughs> I love talking I love to you. <laughs> now, here comes another, um, I guess you could say, reflective question. Um, <laughs> okay. She's like, goodness, Jess. Um, so I'm really curious, what do you see for the future of In Her Shoes? Mm. Oh, this is a juicy one. Yeah. <laughs> goodness, Jess, what are we doing here? Um, yeah, that's great. What I, gosh, you know, what really lights me up when you ask me that is truly creating a, a community that not only encompasses women, but also 
invites the people across the aisle to engage in that conversation with us. And what I mean with by that is it's it is in her shoes is the destination, yes, for the modern woman to find and live out a life of courage. But I truly believe and I think a byproduct of the work that we have is we can only get so far alone. Right. And I think the importance of being able to have these conversations that, to be honest, aren't always the most comfortable or maybe aren't the easiest to have and having them with our our parents, our partners, our siblings, you know, the people who maybe don't look or feel or think like us. And so I the vision that I really see for Inner Shoes is to, yes, be this movement and community for women, but to really be this this incubator for these conversations to really move the needle forward as a generation, really. That's beautiful. I love that. I love, I love your vision. And I love how, you know, like you said, you were like, what really lights me up. And I I just loved when you said that, because I'm like, you can see and feel your passion behind what you're doing. And I think that that's what makes what you're doing so valuable. Um, Now, how can people contribute or get behind the mission of In Her Shoes? Yes, absolutely. There are a slew of ways that people can get involved and become catalysts for courage. Um, you know, one way is people can always sign up to volunteer. There are so many awesome like activations or events or programs that we have across different cities that people can attend as volunteers um, or people could also engage with us as participants. So if they're is a young woman out here listening to this or just any female that is looking for a community to build up not only your courage, but I think your your resilience in the world, you're more than welcome to come and participate with us. Um, and then just like a shout out to anyone out there who wants to donate or participate by being a sponsor. We love to collaborate with folks to really bring these visions alive. That's awesome. And they can find this on your website. Yeah. So our, our website is going to be www.inhershoesmvmt.org. So innershoesmovement.org. Awesome. Now, Judith, I like to always close out with advice or a golden nugget of encouragement. So what would you say to someone struggling with creating a business or even starting a passion project? I would say... I'd say two things. Uh, The first thing would be share. And what I mean by that is no one can support you and your vision can only go so far if you are not courageous enough to share it. And I think that is both for yourself, I think like sharing with your own self, whether it's journaling, writing, um, admitting to yourself that you even have this dream to begin with. Um, Because I know that for me, I really considered myself a reluctant entrepreneur. Like I did not want this. I kind of was uncomfortable. I thought, who the heck am I? I felt like an imposter a lot of the times. And so I think sharing your vision and whether that even looks like sharing your uncertainty for pursuing that vision, I think is incredibly important. Um, So that's the first thing. And I think that bleeds into the second point that I have would be, you know, create a community and find a mentor. And I think a lot of the times we think mentorship looks a certain way. And I think for your own self, wherever you are in your own journey, you are the ultimate decision maker for who would be the best mentor for you. But even 
in that journey of finding mentorship, I always recommend for people to have a mentor and to be a mentor. I think there's, there's this really magical experience that you get to have when you yourself are receiving so much like contribution and support. And there's a, there's a moment where you get to acknowledge your own growth by paying that forward to being a mentor for someone else. And I think you'd be pleasantly surprised at how incredibly capable you are <laughs> when you are a mentor as well. So I think that also builds up your, your muscle for courage and, and the confidence to pursue what you're really passionate about. So I'd say those things. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I think there's something to be said with having vulnerability kind of goes back to what you had said with, you know, sharing those, those ideas and those passion project ideas and things like that. I mean, you know, if you're vulnerable with yourself and then vulnerable with other people that it's okay, if it may not work, you know, at least you tried, at least you put it out there and you'd be surprised the community of people that, and that ends up actually supporting you, you know? So I think it's a beautiful thing. Well, Judith, it was wonderful having you on A Woman's Worth podcast today. Uh, we look forward to seeing all the incredible things you and the In Her Shoes movement continues to do. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks, Jess. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to The Digital Coffee Date, where inspiration ignites meaningful action. Be sure to visit thedigitalcoffeedate.com to sign up for your free membership where you can go beyond our digital coffee dates and discuss episode topics on our growing digital community.